Jason Fury. What's up? Did you know that the movie Sound of Metal actually began as a quasi-documentary that was being directed by Derek, I believe it's Cian France, who directed uh, Blue Valentine and A Place Beyond the Pines before it was turned into a the, the uh, feature-length narrative that we are now reviewing. I did not know that. Wait, did that guy do that guy didn't do Drive, did he? No, that was that was uh, just the Gosling connection, I guess. That was the Gosling connection. No, that was um, what's his name again? Um, who did Drive? Yeah, I don't remember. That's why I was. Con- I mean, I'm the. You're asking someone that didn't know in the first place. It's like uh, Ryan Rife Rifus something. Reef Reef yeah uh. uh reefer uh why am i why am i that's that's crazy that i'm blanking on his name let's just find out just look Uh, it up on uh i am dib i'm gonna look it up real quick i think i think it's a name that i would butcher so i just kind of like forget to say it and i just say that guy that did drive and that would be nicholas winding reffin Refin. Refin. Ugh. We're just Rife. refin. We're just refin right now. Okay. Nicholas Winding Refin. So it's like a winding, long name. Winding. Right, right. A winding name. Right. It's a winding, winding three name name. Um, Adam Roth. Yes. Did you know that this was director, is it Darius Martyr? Mm-hmm. Uh, his directorial debut, uh, with the exception of a documentary, and he intended for this film to be seen with captions on. Uh, that's how it was shown at Film Fest. And uh, this was a streaming movie on Amazon Prime. And I had my default setting to captions off. So I actually did not watch it the intended way. I did not actually know that. I did not know the captions thing. That's cool. Did you watch it with captions? I did not. Oh, shit. We got we to gotta just hit stop and watch this movie again the right way. As it was intended to be seen. So, yeah, I uh, mean, if, if you're interested in watching this movie, uh, Sound of Metal, which is the theme of this episode of Popcorn and Soda, uh, maybe do it with captions. See how it is. Let us know how that goes. Um, yeah, I would do it. I would see if there's something else to be gleaned from uh, the movie in captions. That could be interesting. I mean, obviously, that was probably the intent was to get the, a, a little a taste of the experience of somebody uh, from the deaf community. Uh, so in that respect, I would maybe challenge someone to just watch the whole thing on mute with captions. So I guess I guess the, in the original form that was being developed by Derek C. in France, uh, it had a an actual metal band that was playing the duo, which we would ultimately be. Uh, ultimately be paid, played by Riz Ahmed, great right. actor. And what's the name of the other? Uh, Cook, something Cook. Let's just see. You know, I had a fun idea for these podcasts. Olivia Cook, that's who it was. They were good together. Oh, yeah, that was a good couple, actually. Um, I'll introduce what I was thinking at the end of this podcast episode. Okay. A, to... Um, 
achieve retention from people that are listening already so they can like ooh there's going to be something at the end they might fast forward it to the end just to hear what i'm going to say but uh you know i want to keep people engaged so i'm going to let i'm going to remind me at the end because i'll forget remind you at the end that there's something you wanted to say yeah there's a new way i want to like end these podcasts and i think it's fun all right let's try it out okay (laughs) um so this movie is funny because I'm getting you to watch like the Friends reunion <laughs> and, and Army of the Dead and uh, Hancock. Um, this so it's a little bit of a this is it's it's a little bit of a sore thumb. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, I'm gonna entertain you. You've been telling me to watch this movie for a while. It was up for awards, so it's not like I wouldn't call it a hidden gem because it was kind of had its you know its circuit and it got it had its buzz. It yeah, had its, it had a it had some buzz going. It had some buzz going, so. Um, not a hidden gem, but something that you were trying to get me to watch. And admittedly, this is something I would not have probably watched. Um, I figured. If it considering, considering how much I had to twist your arm to watch it. Considering the things I was having <laughs> you watch. <laughs> Leveraging with, with the Friends reunion. You didn't want to watch the Fresh Prince reunion and do an episode? Um, okay, so thank you for that because this movie is pretty great. Um, and, I, you know, I like going out of my boundaries. But, yeah, uh, yeah. This was – I just – with a kid and all this stuff going on, I just didn't have time for that shit. You know what I mean? I know, I know, I know. Um, uh, but I made time for it. I was going to watch it in segments, one, uh, one hour here, one hour there, which I don't typically do, but I was just exhausted. Uh, ended up watching it in one sitting, so that's a testament. That is a testament. Yeah. So where where do let's see where do we start with this? I um, I kind of knew roughly what the what the the film was about before I watched it. Are you a metalhead? Uh, not really. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I like I like some kind of heavier sounds, but I'm not a metalhead per se. You're not gonna like drop names and t- tell me what era was the best or anything like that. No, listen, I'm not gonna do that to you. Okay. Do you, are you? No. Okay. I listen to '80s like synth pop, dude. Uh, that's right. That's that is something I know about you. <laughs> Did you know uh, <laughs> my? <laughs> Uh, growth as a music listener stopped at the eighties. <laughs> I did not. I did well. I mean, I guess I, I intuitively know that, but now that you just say it, I mean, yeah, maybe the nineties. There was a few things in the nineties that uh, made my toe tap, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, what was okay? So the band, uh, the band was uh, Jucifer was the band that originally was was going to be was playing the 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 duo in the in the faux documentary that never came to fruition so like uh, imagine Jucifer, we're at a we're at a party okay or a two-piece american sludge metal band okay sludge metal oh, so that's sludge metal. Sludge metal. okay, okay so what about the, what about the party okay so Matt, like close your eyes I, I encourage everybody to join along like close your eyes and like you're at a party and like someone's coming hey like you meet someone new, you kind of want to talk to them. They look cool and interesting. Like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, oh, yeah, I'm into, like, uh, you know, um, Jackson Brown. Like, I'm a really Jackson Brown fan. And then someone else is like, oh, this is an interesting conversation. I'm uh, I'm a more of a Beatles person myself. And then you get somebody else. They're just, like, uh, coming in and they're just talking about, like, you know, I'm more of a B.B. King kind of guy. You know what I mean? I like a, I like a good B.B. King song. And then you show up, and it's like, hey, what's your favorite? Like, uh, Jucifer. <laughs> well, wouldn't you say that? 
now after this podcast pretty into a <clears throat> jucifer jucifer yeah yeah you might have to be you might have to leave this party get out of here oh sorry that that went way too long get this guy out of here it's a long setup um but I, yeah I, I did close my eyes and i was just imagining you know getting chucked out of yet another party so thanks well, you just listen to jucifer on your way home right uh jucifer they look they look pretty rocking but so they you have you have a two-piece uh boyfriend and girlfriend duo in the movie who were presumably inspired by the the work of jucifer um <laughs> i i don't i don't know to what to what extent they based the music that they were playing on this band but i heard I was, uh, who's the leading lady oh what's her name olivia cook also in ready player one Oh right, that's where I, I, I that's where I know her from. Um, I read that she wrote the opening, the song that in the opening of this movie. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, that was it. Was it was uh, it it felt authentic. It felt like I had something I had maybe been to in in a in a house party or something. And to me, it looked like uh, someone that just Googled Jucifer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it, I mean, it, it felt it felt pretty. I've I've heard bands playing stuff like that. It was uh, authentic. Yeah, I've totally been to like yeah. It's like a house party style. House yeah, house party band. Um, and yeah, it kind of it kind of the movie was kind of a it crept up on you mm-hmm. because you you're kind of you're kind of thrust into this this sort of um, nomadic lifestyle that they're in. You know, kind of a youthful dream of you know having a having a camper and driving around and living the rock and roll life and metal. It's, uh, metal. it's metal it's it's metal it's metal life and it's a metal life metal and uh we uh we along with with Riz Ahmed's character i mean he's 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 really really good he i've always kind of had had a had my eye on him uh Man you know, crush. I, I, yeah, he's he's a celebrity amour, celebrity amorous. That's a that's that's a a, a Hollywood crush. Okay, you want to you want to call it? I mean, he's. I have a quick question. A, I wanted to bring up. Wasn't he a standout in Rogue One? He was a standout in Rogue One. He's pretty good. He's a little mousy. Yeah. I mean, his character, yeah. but you know. And and he was in I, the first time I saw him was 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 in Nightcrawler. Oh right. Which did you see, you saw that? Yeah. And he was another kind of weird, you know, kind of dude in that. Okay, what were you gonna ask me? Sorry. Um, in the beginning of this movie, when he's they're doing like them, kind of like establishing what their life's like. They're doing um, mm-hmm. road tripping and driving around, going from gig to gig, and he's mm-hmm. like joking about how he looks like Jeff Goldblum. He's joking about that. Yeah, he's like, I look like Jeff Goldblum. Like, don't you think? And like, it was just kind of like small talk on the road, like during a montage. Do you think he looks anything like Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and I can actually kind of see it. Really? A little bit. I was like, kinda, no way. I can kind of see it. He's kind of. He's he got has... like his eyes are bulging a little bit, like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but there's there's definitely kind of like a he's so he's he's a English Pakistani uh, 
I mean, Jeff Goldblum is presumably some kind of Eastern Euro Jewish man. You know, my so... favorite uh, Jeff Goldblum quote is. Tell me. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I, I told now that you now that you say that, I totally remember him saying that. Yeah, it was from uh, Ben Hur. I. That's right. He made a cameo. In, that's okay, right, just in quick. That. He just came. He did that as a, as a, as a child. He yeah. was, he was, it was his first role. That was his first role. <laughs> okay, wow. I did. I, th- I could see it like a little bit, but I wouldn't a think little, a, a that he would get it a lot. Like that's strange. But that's like that's like movie movie reality. Like you know, presume you know it's possible that in the reality of the movie that that people would liken him to that because maybe some of the movies where containing actors that he looks more like don't exist right that's true it's a good point you know I, mean? I see where you're going uh maybe there's less movies in that in the reality of that movie universe i don't yeah. know well, but uh back to the back to the movie so we've established like we got to know their life like what what these two this couple's doing they're just kind of living the simple life gig to gig Things, gig to gig you know they seem content they seem happy they're just kind of in it they're doing their you know they're young they're, they're just doing their thing. playing shows selling selling merch yeah and then and pretty pretty early on he starts getting the ringing in the ears and and we the audience hear the sound of i guess not no. metal but i mean the sound of him losing his hearing uh, right, they did a lot of auditor like audio, like kind of tricks here, and to kind of simulate and it was, what it was. It was very, like. it was very well done. I thought it was too. I I would recommend a good pair of headphones for this movie. I have like some nice Sony headphones that are like noise canceling, and I mm-hmm. I would recommend that highly if you have a nice pair of headphones. Cause... Oh, so you, oh, okay, so you actually watched it on on stereo. I'm so, yeah. I mean, you actually listened to it on set on headphones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good idea cuz I uh I don't think I did. I think I watched it just uh probably drawing some like cat human or something and not even paying attention. Cat? No, I I keep this <laughs> in my owl, man. I put the cat human drawing aside for this one, dude. That's so juvenile. Uh, <laughs> but he he uh I mean this this movie did win an Oscar for best sound design, I believe, or sound mixing. Yeah, I could buy that. Uh, so I yeah I, I might I might rewatch it with the with the headphones and and, uh, and captions yeah I think that's but so he you know he quickly kind of uh, he loses his hearing and he kind of investigates it and finds out you know oh you can get you know you can get this uh, the surgery that could kind of bring you back to hearing and that is kind of. He kind of holds that off as this, you know, this distant solution that, you know, oh, once I once I make this money, everything will be back to normal. So I think it's safe to say there's going to be some spoilers. It's safe to say, yeah, if you're so, listening to this. So like we've done about a handful of episodes. I think this is a one of the rare cases where I'd say if you want to watch this movie, hit pause. And then wa- come back. Go watch the movie and then come back and finish the episode. Sure. Because we haven't given anything away yet. That's all kind of in the trailer. Right. But uh yeah, moving forward if you don't want to not that it's a big it's not like a Game of Thrones episode or anything, but it's it's not really I don't know. As as we'll discuss, it I don't think it'll ruin the movie necessarily, but it will like you'll see some corners before you turn, if you know what I mean. Right. 
that make sense? So, I just made that analogy up. I think it was bad. Yeah, turn it, turn in the corner. You don't know what's around the corner. You, you don't know if there's gonna be a botched surgery around the corner. Okay. So, um, I really like this movie, um, and I think it was it was it was one that kind of crept up on you because you kind of knew you kind of knew what was happening, but it 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 kind of it kind of hit you. It, it, I guess you can call it kind of a slow burn. Um, and you know, once once he loses his hearing and his relationship with his girlfriend kind of disintegrates pretty quickly, and he's throwing tantrums and he's and he's breaking stuff, and you know, obviously very upset that he's you know he's being metal. The, uh, he's being yeah, that was that is that would fall under the metal category. Um, metal tantrum. The fits um, of rage, metal. He yeah that that would uh, I would say that that's what that was, um, but he he you know pretty quickly they realize they have to kind of put a halt on things, and she I don't know I don't remember if he goes to the home first if yeah I guess she goes there with him to that home, the um this the home for the for the deaf, and. Right. The, I, I gotta say, the actor that played the guy that brings him into the home, I think his, I think his name is Paul Racy is the actor. Right. The character's name is Joe. Uh, that guy, he was great. Yeah. He stole and the show, he, I thought. I mean, not, he, not he, he from really, Riz, but he did a really good job. He really, he really was, a, was a, a high point of the movie. I mean, he just, you kind you of, you feel for the guy... Um, you know, because he's in this, well, I guess, I mean, you don't feel bad for him, but I mean, you, uh, he, he, he's, he's very, he's resonant. Right. Uh, he's clearly, you know, someone that's hard, that his heart is in a good place. Um, but he has to make some tough calls, especially later in the movie when, uh, Riz is kind of, uh, quote unquote relapsing or he's, or he's, uh, you know, not abiding by the rules of the of the home and he kind of has to chuck him out and that was that was a great scene yeah it's interesting because that character had seemingly been through this he had such a strict rule set and such a strict like method that Mm -hmm. while you're going through this unique journey with somebody it was like an immediate like hey this is like more common than you think not that it's like a million people but he's like i've seen people like you before we've gone through all these ebbs and flows with the phone and the drinking and the drugs and this other people and being on the property so he'd like i thought that was interesting that that juxtaposition of like oh man i thought this was like this unique thing but it's actually quite common to this gentleman right right obviously because people are like seeking him out but um i'll tell you two things the thing I didn't like the most about this movie overall, I, I like this movie a lot. But the thing I didn't like was, I thought the pacing was pretty jolting, and I understand mm-hmm. the circumstance that happened that kind of made you get there. But mm-hmm. they spent a lot of time establishing how like kind of fun and fancy free and irresponsible these people are, um, mm-hmm. at least are, a- according to the status quo. Are you talking about the people in the home? No, or the, or the, or the, the main public. characters. Right, right, right. Not the home. I was, no, right. <laughs> they weren't reckless. Right, right, they were very right. organized. <laughs> they were very uh, ruly. Right. Um, so you, you got these two main characters. Ten minutes were setting that up. And then this 
thing happens where he loses his hearing and then they just make really quick concentrated focused kind of smart and like mature decisions really really fast and like pivot and move and just kind of go with it even though there's a few scenes where he's like i don't want to do it and he like throws a box of crackers or something but uh right but they just we got from we got from like no way to sure like really quick yeah i mean i think if there's any criticism that i could that i could direct at the movie i i I didn't necessarily notice what you're talking about but i but i i think like his time spent in the home and how quickly he sort of obviously there were there were there was a time there was time being lapsed that we weren't necessarily seeing you know happen on the screen uh but you know it's not really clear how long he was in the home for right but he 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 kind of adjusted and fell in like relatively quickly yeah. and kind of learned sign language pretty quickly and i think you could fault that and say like wow that's just like everything just happened really quickly but i th- i think that there was an implied um you know passage of time but it wasn't that, maybe... that long yeah it wasn't it was pretty quick i mean he kind of started speaking you know doing sign language and having a r- rapport with the uh with the other the other uh, people there pretty quickly and i thought that was cool i mean i liked i liked his relationship with the that woman that he like did the tattoo in it like like right. remember he did the, I, th- I thought that was cool i kind of yeah. liked that she, that she was helping him in the end when she w- when she was helping him sort of you know when he had to make a quick quick buck quick and like sell all of his, all of his equipment yeah um i thought that was cool um i kind of expected i'm glad that nothing happened with the the teacher uh the what's lauren the teacher who the, the the woman who was teaching the children the the, the uh uh the at the at the home right right yeah there was like a maybe a love interest there but not yeah really. i kind of see i'm glad they didn't go there this i guess she's actually in uh eternals and the walking dead and she's in yeah and eternals interesting um, yeah she's good played, good screen presence um yeah she was good um and i liked you know i liked that he kind of you know, I think I think one of the biggest sort of themes of the movie was was being able to be okay in silence, right? You know, and, and oh, yeah. the whole thing of you know when he, you know, I, I thought it was it was pretty pretty, uh, you know, it was pretty powerful. You know, when he when he told him you got to wake up and you know wake up early, go in here, you know, make your coffee, get your eat your donut or whatever, and you're gonna sit down and you're gonna start writing. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that's like, I mean, you know, as, as an artist, you know, it's like, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what you have to do. You have to kind of like separate yourself from all the buzzing and distraction to kind of center yourself and put your, put your energy into, you know, what you're thinking and put that down on some kind of paper. Yeah. Uh, a, t- a turning, and, turning point for me for this movie is when the teacher was doing that thing where he's like, trying to he's trying to calm down uh what's riz's character's name in this i'm so like i'm so bad with ruben stone so when ruben is like struggling and you can see that and he's trying to talk about getting the surgery and fixing his ears that he there's like i kind of like got fully on board with this movie when the guy was like it's not what's here and he points um it's not about what's here like his ears but he's like it's more about what's here in his head you know so right. it's like it's a state of mind it's like how you approach things and 
it's not necessarily silence they're talking about it's just the succumbing to your circumstance and being resilient yeah. and you know not being not, in denial about it and adapting yeah not and not viewing it as a disability right and you know i think that uh uh i i thought that was that that really that resonated for me the That's whole advice the whole for anybody of, yeah yeah and the whole you know just the whole thing of just sort of getting up getting up early and just you know just sitting down and just putting you know pushing past resistance massaging and, uh, some donuts oh jesus excuse Good me guy, um, man. and yeah it's people massaging. like people are taking time out of the I day know, like know. there's a it's a crazy world out there man and they're putting their headphones on and they're spending a half hour with us and they gotta listen to you burp up your leftover cheddar biscuits no that was it was watered down cranberry juice this time dude yeah, that was my second guess yeah, but you can put a little a little warning before that happens, just in case they don't want to get their their ears blown out. You know, Adam post. Roth, did you know? Yeah, my second guess for anything I'm trying to guess is uh-huh. watered down cranberry juice. I, I, you know what? At this point, you should you should automatically default that. You know, like, ask me a question quick, like just the quickest thing you can think of. Uh, who plays Batman in, in the Batman 2022? Okay, it's either Robert Pattinson, yeah, or watered down cranberry juice. The fi- the fine the finest drink in existence. <laughs> Delicious. Wait, so is do you water it down because it's got a zing, or because you want to save a, a buck? Well, no, because I, I like I like the taste of cranberry, but the cranberry juice is just too it's too sweet. That's what I mean, it's too zing. sweet. It's it's too sweet, too concentrated. So you just put some ice in there, <laughs> you fill it up like three quarters of the way, you add a little bit of water, and you have the most delicious drink that you uh, you could consume. Who also could be playing the new Batman next year? You drink Batman. cranberry juice the way I drink whiskey. Oh, you do a little little one third one quarter water down little water little ice cube yeah i would never imagine to do that with a child's beverage we call him cranberry cranberry a child <laughs> watch it <laughs> it's for children adam it's a nectar watch it watch That's sugar it. nectar it's, it's you gotta you water it that, down because once you put that water in there it becomes for everyone hey i want you to try something later tonight yeah drink a glass of water Skip, yeah, I drink, skip the cranberry I, juice. Yeah, but you don't understand. With every three quarter cranberry juice that I drink, I get one quarter water. Well, you could just get a hundred percent water. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Water's gross because it's like dependent on like the state of your mouth. Yeah, it could be. It's. Uh, I got it. I'm gonna get shit for this, but it's it's a little boring. It's disgusting. Like if you got like you know cheddar biscuit mouth like you do usually, your water is gonna taste like cheddar biscuit. Right. That's why you need to offset it with watered down cranberry <laughs> Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyways, after that 10 minute tangent. So um, I keep notes that says like what episode we're talking about. And it says uh, the title. I write the movie, you know, I wrote uh, sound of music. Wow. It's a Freudian slip. I'm sure is, man. Yeah. This is probably the opposite of that movie. Uh, the 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 yeah this could be the inversion of sound of music right wow we'll have to think we'll have to think about think that about it um, um anyway well i i i yeah the uh joe 
the actor Paul Racy, the 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 man who runs the the home, definite standout. Yeah, I hope to I see agree. more of him. I, I hope uh, he apparently apparently has not been in many feature films. I think that's why it worked, though. I think the thing I liked about this uh, character casting is like, sure, we had a few people like rising stars in there from like Ready Player One and Star Wars, but still relatively unknown. And then pretty much the entirety of the cast was either just people that live in this world themselves or maybe not really well-established actors or maybe they just got the break from extra to actor but i think it was good it made a really authentic experience with characters that felt very real oh yeah um and i you know i love that the whole time you know he's kind of he kind of has in the back of his mind that you know okay well if i can if i can just get you know yeah i'll learn i'll go through the motions and i'll learn sign language and i'll i'll do what i have to do right now to kind of make things right but you know uh, eventually i'm going to get the money and i'm going to pay for this procedure and it's going to make me put me back to where i was and you know i the scene where you know he he finally he he sells his gear and he finally kind of goes off and he he gets the procedure and I mean, he gets the procedure, but then there's like a while before he actually goes back to get it turned on, right? Like he's kind of walking weeks. around for yeah, and he's kind of walking around with a scar on his head, and um, that scene, man, where he goes in and she she turns it on. I mean, it's just it's just crushing, you know, because it's like you know we're we're learning with him that everything that he had kind of the hope that he had held out for for you know making things as they were, it's just. It didn't exist. Oh my god, dude! Mm. Oh, thank God. So it was, it's kind of funny because this is called Popcorn and Soda Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I ate a bunch of popcorn earlier. That's why I keep saying cheddar biscuits because it was cheddar uh-huh. popcorn. Okay. Um, and I got like a piece of it stuck between my tooth and my gum. Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah, That's like not in the middle mean. of your teeth, but like. It was behind my tooth, up, and it was just wedged in there, and it hurt so bad. That's what, yeah, that's what popcorn's made for. Right, and it just came out right when you were talking. So you had relief, and you're ready to to, to chime in with with the uh, with your feelings on that scene. I'm a new man. Congrats. Um, but yeah, that scene, uh, yeah, definitely, um, pretty effective. Also known as the final scene. Um. The final scene? Yeah, that was like the ending, right? The where he succumbed to it and just turned it off. No, 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 no. When when he when he's in the doctor's office and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to turn it on now." Oh, when it's just all kind of garbly. Yeah, and she turns it on, and and you know we're hearing what he hears. Right. And we hear that the the sound right. goes on, and it just sounds like shit. Right. And I'm sure, and I'm sure it sounds, you know, very effectively like shit on on uh, headphones. Yeah, it was um, it was intense. The headphone stuff's great because it's like you know the right left ear kind of. There's a lot of play with it. You could tell somebody really got in there with the sound. Right. Um, so yeah, it was very effective. I I do I can I will can I, say something great about this movie also is that I have like a like an audio memory of the movie. Like that sounds stupid, but it's like a lot of my experience was like trying to empathize with the character. Um, yeah. I think they did a good job getting people that couldn't really understand living like that you you know you can like put noise canceling things on and plug your ears and stuff but it's not the same so i feel like for somebody that has never lived 
through that, I, I felt, I still felt a lot of empathy for the, the character. Yeah, it was, um, very, it was very well done. You're but it was just, interesting, yeah. though, because you, like, feel bad for him, but the whole point of the message is that you shouldn't. Um, right. But we're, you know, but we're, you know, along, you know, I think they played it, they structured it well, because we're kind of on the, you know, we're kind of learning as he learns, you know, that this hope that he held out, you know, and sort of framing what was happening to him as, as a, you know, a problem or a disability or something that shouldn't be that way. You know, and then he sort of he holds out all this hope that this is going to bring him back to normal. Right. When, in fact, you know, not only was it not what he expected, but it also, you know, it's not it's not necessarily going to solve, you know, everything. Thing, things had changed. His life had moved on and it wasn't going to solve all of his problems. Right. Um, and I, I thought that that was very well done. I mean, I can kind of empathize with you know, having procedures and having to make decisions about, you know, is this going to help me, you know, and it's kind of that, that crossing the Rubicon point. It's like, all right, I'm going to do this, but I know that, you know, I could wake up from this procedure and I, I could be worse, right. you know, or, 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 you know, it's like, am I, you know, you sign the paper and you say, okay, let's go for it. Let's do it. But you, you just don't know if you should have just stopped there and, and you would have been better off just not messing with it at all. And um, so I think, I think that was very, very uh very effective and uh and it's very real too it's kind of like the the whole commentary of the path of least resistance you know like mm -hmm. sure it, it, there was resistance and it was troubling and he did like make an effort to it but there was always this wheel in the back of his head that was just kind of like if i, I could make just this get right. quick if i could just do it really quickly which was interesting because he was he had like an abusive um not abusive uh, well yeah um, tendency you know he's like an alcoholic and drug addict and stuff um, right so it was really matching that character uh, motivation like oh if I could just get this thing fixed just right now real quick like I'm going to do it you know even though you know it's not right long term um, or it's not necessarily you don't, you don't need to do it but it's, it's interesting because then it brings up the question of if all of these characters could afford it, let's say money wasn't an issue and the healthcare just like helped people and just did gave you the option, like, mm -hmm. would they choose it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or was yeah, there peace I mean, in the silence? You know, that is is was that maybe more freeing than we would think? Right, and that's and I think that that was a was a was a nice note that they kind of ended it on. Right, was was sort of they didn't really didn't pick they didn't a side. really they didn't really let you know if you know any how things were going to be resolved as far as his relationship you know they didn't really make a point of of saying oh they're going to get back together or not i mean you had you had that moment i doubt with, it yeah but you had that moment with the two of them where they just they were in you know they were embracing each other and it was just kind of like you you changed my life you know you really made my life better yeah you know and i and when I think they it's left sort of, the first time he was saying like uh you're my heart you're my everything kind of stuff you know like you could yeah. tell they were in love. Yeah. And I think, you know, just having that moment where they reconnected in, in France, I guess. And, you know, just sort of, you, you just knew, yeah, things were different, but that they, they did something, you know, they, they changed one another. Yeah. And they kind of didn't, they didn't make a, they didn't make it, they didn't emphasize whether or not, you know, the, the point was that whether or not they were going to get back together, it was just the fact that they, what they meant to each other and you know 
he was going to have to learn to be okay, you know, with, with the new form that his life had taken. Right. You know, and he just said, you know, this, <laughs> uh, you know, whether I, if I have to choose between this, this garbled, you know, glitchy sound in my ear or just learning to accept how I am and, and, uh, you know, embrace the silence. I, you know, it was, that was how it ended. And I thought, yeah, you did. It was good. They didn't need to say anything more. Yeah. His body never was... like caught that equilibrium quite. Right. Well, right. it was an interesting side, like not a side story, but like an interesting thought that was running through my mind a lot. Watching this movie was related to them being a couple. And it was like, if somebody you love like that much is like mentally, maybe physically better off, without you Mm -hmm. but you love them and they're within arm's reach like do you fight for it and try and make it work or do you accept like there's also there's like all these different things that this character has to accept (laughs) and right that was something that kind of hit hit with me a little bit um yeah it's interesting it was like that movie uh this is a horrible comparison i apologize in advance but uh castaway Uh, okay tom hanks you ever see that one I did see that one. Like that was the, that's one of the only movies I've ever cried at in a theater. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like audibly, like, (laughs) like I was a mess. Uh, (laughs) A lot of it was near the end when they're at like the crossroads and this whole movie, everything he did was in service to getting back to the woman he loved. Right. Right. And then when he got back, she like thought he was dead and didn't know. And she had moved on, but they both still loved each other, but he couldn't technically be with her and they left it kind of open-ended, but, probably not so yeah right i got kind of those feelings i got a little teary-eyed during this movie yeah i mean it it definitely hit hit those notes and i think uh hit that castaway note hit that that castaway note that pre pre cg's (laughs) cg fest zemeckis right before right right before right before he went into it became a digital puppet polar express monster i i could not watch that movie it scared me marwin 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 Steve Carell, the like, oh, the toys, the 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 toys. That was way later. That was way later, but it was still in in CG Fest Zemeckis, Latter Day Zemeckis. Yeah, that trailer for that movie is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool effects, but jeez. Yeah, woof. And then he and then he didn't quite creep back into live action filmmaking with The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway, because that was, I don't know if you if you you uh tried to watch that but it's i i did not i don't think there's an original witches that's just fine and totally stands oh, up with it's beyond effects. fine it's great yeah love that movie love that movie yeah i'm not gonna uh, watch the remake of witches oh so so bad so bad unless we review it yeah i would be up for something like that oh, God. um yeah uh was it that bad kind of thing yeah um maybe but i <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think it was. <laughs> so maybe maybe we won't review it because like, we just we just reviewed it. We, we just did it. A little mini episode. <laughs> we just did it. Was it that bad? Yep. Yeah, we can we can we can, uh, can uh, timestamp it as as the mini review for witches. We, we should review. <laughs> we should record like twenty movies that are just like disturbingly bad and do like was it that bad and just go yup and it'll just be like a four second <laughs> episode yeah that way when we're like busy or tired and we can't put out an episode it'll just be yep <laughs> I'm, I'm game that would be pretty funny actually look yeah out, i i you know, look I, out for I, that yeah no, i'm i'm on board um <laughs> i i think 
I think that this movie was I, I really like this movie. Um it may be one of the better movies I've seen recently. Yeah. And I think that it just it dealt with a lot of uh very human human dilemmas. Uh and I thought Olivia Cook, she did I mean, think about it. These are two these are two British act uh actors. Riz and Olivia doing uh, American accents, and you would you right. would not know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Great job. You know, my only critique uh, for, well, I shouldn't say my only critique, but Ready Player One, you know? Mm-hmm. It would just, if that was really, like, how the world worked, it would be 88%, like, Disney characters and, like, Star Wars characters and Marvel characters. Uh, I have to think about that. It wouldn't be like Battletoads and the Iron Giant and Gundam and stuff. Like that stuff's cool, but it's like if you could be anything you wanted to be in a video game, you'd be I'd I would have like lightsabers like every finger would be a lightsaber. Yeah, but they didn't have the rights to do that. I know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Uh sure. Um but I yeah, Sound of Metal, uh I, I really liked it. I did too. Um, yeah. Thanks for the I'm recommend. Glad, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I I nudged you into watching it because I had a feeling you would you would get something out of it. Yeah, maybe um, I could have spent some time with my child instead. But you know, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, right. But the but the Friends reunion. <laughs> <laughs> about that, an hour and forty five minutes of. All right. Well, what about a lifetime of anticipation for the Mandalorian season two finale, and then you ruin it? I didn't. I didn't ruin it. (laughs) You have to watch our Friends reunion episode to get the full scoop to know what we're talking about. We should pitch the Friends reunion episode in every podcast and for forever. Yeah. Yeah. We should just reference it as like the (laughs) as the the legend. That's where it happened. I want to see the numbers on that episode go up because it's at about eleven right now. Great. So sorry um, to eleven people. Yeah, well, uh, well, anything else to say? I I like this movie. Uh, I thought that it was tremendously acted. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I can see Tremendous. there might have been some, huh? Tremendously acted. Tremendously acted. Okay. Uh, and uh, I really liked it. Okay, I agree. Uh, yeah, besides some pacing issues, uh, everything else was a home run. So, yeah, highly recommended movie. Very good. I, cool. Me too. Highly recommended. Yeah. Um, um, you didn't remind me of the thing I want to huh? do. Oh, oh well, I, I didn't know we were at that point. But, oh, yeah, what's the thing you want to do? We got more you want to talk about? We just put a little put a little French seal on the uh, the whole movie there. Yeah, I think it's. I think I said what I wanted to say. I... I, I uh, I think that's about it. I don't Very know what a French movie. seal is either. I think I made that up. A, fr- a French seal. <laughs> well, now, well, now it's a thing. It's like a French kiss is what I wanted to say, but then I stopped myself because it sounded kind of gross. French seal. It's got a French seal. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I wanted to do was after, at the end of every podcast, we could say, okay, but how is it related to Star Wars? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, we could, this one's easy. Riz. Yeah. Major Riz. Yeah, but I think we should Great. do that with every episode. Great actor. I really, I hope he, this is, this is his kind of, uh, this is his leading man kind of, uh, this is his first notable leading man 
what was it? I he was I mean, in the TV shows, right? The HBO show he was in. Let's see what else has he been? Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff that I haven't quite seen, except for Nightcrawler, uh, Rogue One, yeah. Venom. That's right, he was in Venom, but he was he was the, he was the generic bad guy. Was yeah, it exactly. that bad? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Was pretty bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was bad. he was a bad guy. That's right. I forgot about that. So generic. It was so a very generic. generic, not great performance. So don't watch yeah. Venom. Very generic. Yeah. But uh, the night of is that what it was called? The HBO show. Uh, you are right. The James Gandolfini was attached to it initially, but he passed away during the filming of that. Uh, it would seem so. Was set to star. Yeah, he was in like uh, one episode, I think. Yeah, they had to write him out or something, or yeah, they had yeah they they moved forward with it without him. Okay, so okay, so De Niro was set to replace Gandolfini, but then John Turturro replaced De Niro because of scheduling conflicts. That's what I'm looking at. All right, he had to go make some movie with Zac Efron or something. Huh. Hmm. Um. Well, Riz, you're great. I hope I hope he gets more leading parts because he's he's a good actor. Yeah, and uh, Olivia Cook did very well too. Yeah, she did and... a great job. She like she was that classic like two person character, like had two lives, you know, like escaped one and then kind of fell back. It, it was great. She did a good job. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of in trauma mode, you know, with the the fallout of the re- you know the breaking off of their relationship at mm-hmm. the beginning, and then he re- kind of reconvenes with her in the end. And she's in her luxurious French existence and. You know, uh, with a French, she, she had a French seal on her life. She had a yeah, her she had French exactly. That's what that was. It was, it was a nice a French, French seal. That was a French seal. That's what that is. <laughs> this movie is a French seal. This movie gets the French seal. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it, Jason. Well, I'm glad you recommended it, not Jason. No problem, not Adam. All right. Well, uh, I think that's a wrap. All right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Later. See you. Adam Roth. Jason Fury, see you. Peace.